Welcome to the Non-Gendered Fitness Podcast, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Non-Gendered Fitness, the home of queer fitness and health, previously known as Fearless Movement Collective. Now here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 79. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. And I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we're going to be winding up our little series of things that are important to us or things that are important to know about our bodies. And this is not to say that the few episodes that I've done have covered anything even close to what is important to know about ourselves. There is so much. (laughs) But I do hope that these episodes have given you an insight into some of the things you may not have known about your body or even helped you to see your body from a place of curiosity about the complexity of it. Because let's be honest, our bodies are pretty flippin' amazing things. They They do all sorts of rad things that we don't even have a conscious choice over. They just do it. It's pretty bloody skilly if you ask me. (laughs) Now, as I've said over the past few episodes, when we can understand more about how our bodies function, it can help us to motivate and care more about our bodies. When we know kind of what's going on or we understand how we can influence what's going on, it makes a big difference in our choices to do things because we, we become kind of like feeling empowered, like we have some control there. And because I get that when we are in a position where our bodies don't necessarily present the way that we want, that it it becomes easy to just avoid everything about our bodies and not want to notice anything at all. But long term, this doesn't help us. And that's because we're avoiding things that we actually have the potential to shape change over. Maybe in the short term and long term, there's an impact to that. But also, we make decisions based on how we might feel about our bodies now as though that opinion is never going to change. And that is just not the case. It's impossible to say we're never going to feel differently about our bodies. I know I've shared with you a bunch of times about my experiences as I have transitioned how I went from believing that I would be definitely getting top surgery to being like, now I don't think it's for me. But if you told me at the time when I was thinking I wanted to have top surgery that I wouldn't, I, I would not have believed it. I would not have listened. I didn't have it in my capacity to think that I could possibly see things differently. However, that has changed over years. And when we're in these spaces of thinking like things won't change, it can be hard to think that there are another way of of thinking about things. But there is. So it's important that we don't avoid our bodies on the basis of how we're feeling right now because there are so many things that can happen in our lives that can influence us. And we want to be able to support ourselves and Just do the right thing, even if not for present us, but for future us. Because future us is going to think past us, (laughs) if that makes sense. And this is why getting curious about how our bodies function and how they exist in the world 
can be really helpful to begin taking steps to start caring for your bodies in all the different ways that it needs to be cared for. And a lot of work that I do supporting folks who come to us for training, it involves teaching them the types of things that we've been looking at in the past episodes that we've been going over. Because when it comes to getting active and moving our bodies, we we really need to know stuff about it. <laughs> over the past few episodes, we've gone through what macronutrients are, how our muscles grow, and where our body fat goes when we lose it. And that is because these three things are connected. They influence each other in what we put into our bodies as nutrients. And this dictates how much muscle we might grow. And that muscle that we grow influences how much body fat that we break down. Or even how much nutrition or how much food that we put in our bodies. That influences how much fat our body may break down. So all of these things, are they're really, really interconnected. And... When it comes to caring for our bodies, knowing what foods do to our bodies, how our muscles grow and how our bodies break down fats is super important. So many folks that I train, they want that aesthetic uh, training kind of outcome. Understandably, I have always wanted that aesthetic kind of um athletic or muscular physique and other folks they might not have that specific aesthetic but a lot of people come to training and they do have a a particular way they want to look in mind and it's likely that they're not going to achieve these goals without knowing how their bodies do the things that they do like how the foods we eat influence our bodies, how we grow muscles, how our bodies break down fats. These are just really important things to know when it comes to that sort of thing, which is why I've brought my focus mainly to those three <laughs> out of all the bazillion things that we could have talked about that are important in our bodies. And I will be talking about more important things in the future. But for now, as the end of the year comes around, we're wrapping up this little little series right here because these are three of the most important things I think when it comes to understanding and influencing things that we can with our bodies these are where it starts and I share this because it means that you can learn these things about your body to make changes for you however they may be and what I've shared over the past few weeks is a great place for you to start learning. This is definitely not anything even close to anything other than an introduction because our bodies are complex and our, ourselves as humans are complex and the connection and relationship that we have with our bodies, it's complex. Everything's complex. <laughs> but it can be a great place to start just thinking about your body differently, especially if you're feeling a bit challenged. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything they've talked about, it doesn't mean you have to go out and make any changes at all because you don't. You don't have to change anything about you to learn about you either. It's just the building awareness of ourselves, of our bodies. That's just a really great thing to do. And once you're feeling like you're getting a bit of an idea about your body, then you may want to look at making changes in whatever form that that comes up as for you. And there are definitely some things that you can do. So when it comes to macro and micronutrients, it doesn't start with 
going out and, and getting on a diet or changing everything that you're doing. I don't agree with those sorts of things at all. Also, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not in a place to tell you how you should and shouldn't eat. But there are things you can do like noticing what you're eating with each meal and paying attention to how it makes you feel when you eat it and how you feel after you've finished it and even in the hours afterwards. Because when we start to notice the foods that we're eating and how they're making us feel, that influences our choices. And these choices can influence how we look aesthetically. Now, this is definitely not a short-term thing. These types of things, they're a long-term. Any sort of physical change of the body, and I know I keep emphasizing this, but it, it really is important to know that any significant change or lasting change that comes to your body is going to take time. Any sort of quick fix, it's not going to last. It's not going to be sustainable. So you want to keep that in mind. These sorts of practices, even just building awareness and learning about our bodies, they take time. These are not quick things, but that is okay. It doesn't have to be fast. We, we've, got our, we've got, you know, however long each of us is going to live for to learn and understand our bodies and how to live in our bodies. So starting with what foods you're eating and how they make you feel is a really great place to start because our, our, our food, our nutrients, our, particularly our macronutrients, they influence how we feel. They can cause us to feel bloated, lethargic, or like really low on energy, which then just has an impact on so many other areas of our lives. And when we have these feelings or kind of responses after we've eaten, it's generally an indicator that maybe what we're eating isn't agreeing with our bodies. Our bodies are like, mm, I don't really like digesting this so much, so this is how I'm going to do it. And it's, it leads to a pretty not so great outcome. So taking note of this is really important. And so is taking note of the types of food that you're eating and you're beginning to understand what foods that you eat are carbohydrates, what are proteins and what are fats? Because these are words that are just spoken about a lot. You hear so much in the fitness industry about, or just trainer talk about carbohydrates and proteins and fats. And it's like, but how, how does that even relate in everyday life? So you can Google this. I, Google can be a great resource, especially when it comes to simple things like this, like what are carbohydrates? And it can give you lists of foods and looking at water proteins and lists of foods there. I know in the episode that I did on macronutrients and micronutrients just a few weeks back, I did a bit of a breakdown of what kind of foods fit into these categories, but it's far broader than that. So there's a great place to start with that episode. If you want to refresh yourself, you're going to find it wherever you listen to this episode. <laughs> but you can also do a search of carbohydrates and start to, when you're picking foods, when you're eating foods, just name them to yourself. You know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm eating a potato. Well, that's carbohydrates. It's also fiber. And we're looking at these, the main, the main component here, because like a lot of foods have a combination of all of these things, but what is its main sort of element that it is made of? It's going to be a carbohydrate. It's going to be a protein or it's going to be a fat. So by naming your food, it just helps you understand kind of what, what all this talk is about. And you know, it can help you feel like you are making a more empowered choice when it comes to the foods you might want to eat. Not to say there's there's no right or wrong foods. That's all. That's a whole lot of crap if you hear stuff like that. It's just not true. There's no such thing as a right or a wrong food. Food is just food. Humans put meanings on stuff. So, so 
there's nothing wrong with what you're eating, but making these sorts of terms tangible and relevant in your life can be really helpful in, in just you learning more about how your body functions, how your body works, and then understanding, you know, if you eat certain things, you, you know what it is, and they've been like, oh, well, that doesn't make me feel great. Maybe I won't eat so much of that because I actually don't want to feel like that anymore. That's a really, a really powerful thing that you can do or an action that you can take. Now, if you're getting active or you're training already, you can pay attention to how your body feels after your sessions. This is a great one too, because firstly, everyone who comes to me is like, when they're doing training, is like, well, how, where am I supposed to feel this? Or I do this session and I don't feel like, uh, you know, sore afterwards. Like the, the ultimate goal of any sort of training is to get really sore or feel things in a very specific area. And this is not necessarily the case. So when it comes to getting active for you, because all of our bodies move uniquely for us based on how they are put together, based on injuries that we've had, based on how we've used our bodies over time, paying attention to how your body feels after you've had a session is great. And you can notice things like soreness. It's not a bad thing if you don't feel sore after a training session. And it doesn't mean that the training session isn't giving you any sort of benefit. That's not true. But you can check out signs of that so soreness you know because generally if you're feeling some muscle soreness after it, it it's an indicator that the exercises that you're doing are making those little tiny micro tears that we spoke about um, in the episode a couple weeks ago on how muscles grow there's the micro tears that then fill up and that's how our muscles grow so that that discomfort in the muscles that you feel after training is generally caused by those micro tears so if you're feeling soreness after training it's like yeah you he's going to be you know slowly and gradually building muscle and these activities they're they're also going to be likely to be increasing the breakdown of fat that you uh, have in your body as I mentioned just a moment ago the more muscle we have the more uh, fat our body does break down just to sustain our muscles because our muscles need a lot more energy to exist so when we kind of start to increase our muscle mass we can tend to start to reduce our body fat content. Though this is not always the case. This is a generalization because all of our bodies are different and respond differently to stuff. But noticing how you're feeling, noticing the soreness, being mindful that you need your practices to be sustainable, meaning that if you don't feel that you can train the way you're trained consistently, like most days of the week, it's probably not a sustainable practice. Or if you train and then you end up so sore for days and days afterwards that you can't move, not a sustainable practice. You want to find that balance here. And this is tricky because you might get very enthusiastic about training and think like, I just have to do it all. I want to do it all. I'm so excited. And then smash yourself, go all out, get so sore you can't move and then be like, well, that I don't want to feel like that all the time. You don't have to, but it's why it's important to have this awareness of how you're feeling after your training, noticing how long you're sore for. If you're sore for more than three days, or like generally I find a good training session, by the second day you're the sorest, and then the third day it starts to ease off and it kind of settles down from there. If you're still really sore after three days, you might have trained a little bit too much. That's a really great indicator when it comes to your training load. And a really important thing to notice because soreness isn't always a good thing. You need to give your body time to recover, but you need to train at a pace that your body can recover so that you can train consistently. Because as I've said, consistency with any activity that we do is far more valuable than the intensity that we do a certain training session at. So it's important to keep that in mind. (laughs) 
<laughs> on top of this, the foods that you eat when you're training also have a big influence on how your body recovers. This is one that is not always thought about. So keep this in mind. Remember when I broke down uh, macronutrients, I spoke about how protein is the uh, source of recovery that our body uses to heal our muscles. We need protein for that. So if you're training, but you're not necessarily eating enough protein in your diet, that can influence how long you stay sore for. That can influence how your body recovers. And it can actually, if you're not eating enough, your body actually starts breaking down muscle that you already have to try and get that source of protein so it can heal because our bodies want to heal themselves. That is the nature of our bodies that they do. They are surviving and they do this by healing themselves. So we need to make sure that we're giving our bodies what they need to be able to sustain whatever practices and paying attention to this. So important. Now, I don't think that you've got to know everything there is to know or even like most of what you need to know about your body before you can get active. And this is definitely not the case. You don't have to be an expert in bodies to be able to move and to be able to understand what your body does and how your body feels and what feels right for you. So just be mindful of that. If you want to start getting moving, you can. And then as you're learning about the exercises that you're doing, as you're learning about the practices that you can that you're doing, you can be learning about what your body is doing through these processes, how your body is feeling when you're eating the foods that you're eating, how your body is recovering from the training sessions that you're doing. You can use this all as this amazing learning experience where you can understand more about your body. And being able to do that is just a great way to start to get to know you as you. That makes sense. We're more than just that that consciousness that is in our brain. We're not we're not separate from our bodies. We exist within it, and we can understand and learn to work with that. Yes. All right. Let's have a look at what we've touched on today. We've had a look at how macro and micronutrients have a direct connection to your to how your muscles grow, as well as how your body breaks down fat, as well as your energy levels, your mood, how you just feel in your body. This is so important. Just slowly building that awareness. I can't emphasize it enough. Actually, if you want to go and uh, have a, a listen, I did speak about this way back now. I think it's in episode two. Um, I think it was Eating Made Simple, where I just talk a bit more about how our bodies uh, respond to eating and just building awareness about how we feel in our bodies from eating, not about having particular diets. Episode two, you can find it where you're listening to this episode. Check it out if you want to hear a little bit more about some nutrition kind of things that I've talked about in the past. (laughs) Then we had a look at why it can be helpful to learn more about our bodies Being that when we know how our bodies function, we can play an active role in how they exist in this world. Instead of simply passively living inside of our body, we can can influence that. Finally, we looked at some things that you can look out for, being how your eating makes you feel how you're recovering after training and understanding how to manage your eating in relation to getting more active and allowing your body to heal with training. 
Now, you can find all of the details for today's show in the show notes. If you enjoyed this show uh, or this episode and you know other people who might like this episode or any other one of the 78 episodes that I have now done, my gosh, it's so many, (laughs) share them about. I've talked about lots of things. Hopefully, there's something in there that someone might find some benefit from. Also, I'd love to hear from you if you have a topic that you want me to cover. I want to know what you would like to learn more about and I would love to be able to share my knowledge and my insights through my experience on answering your questions. Yes, let me know. You can go to our website and tell me. You can hit me up on the socials, anywhere you want to reach out. Share it with me. I want to help answer your questions. And if you have any questions about this episode or you'd like to learn more about how we might be able to support you, you can go to our website, www.nongenderedfitness.com. You can send us a message there. You can jump in and try out one of our free trials or you can just get some training and crack on. It's all there. If you don't want to go to our website, you can find us on social media you can go to facebook and find us at non-gendered fitness you can go to instagram which is where we're most active and look up non-gendered fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness or me bowie as the dot no dot t dot nb yes and until next week remember that you don't simply have to exist in your body you can play a big part in how you feel than yourself and how you present to the world And learning about yourself is an amazing place to start with that. Have a rad as day pass.